ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to Father, thank you for the blessing that we have in your presence. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you glad you are in church this? Salvation Sunday. Amen. Now, turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to let us pray for just a few minutes before we continue in the service. Amen. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, um, intercessions and giving of thanks should be made for all men and then for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Now we just came back from um, Rwanda and Burundi, and um, I think, you know, everywhere you go, you learn something. But one of the things that I learned by visiting Rwanda was the fact that it's important to pray for those who are in authority, because People who are in charge of things, right, they are very important. And the Bible says we should pray for them, for all men, and then for kings, and for people are in authority, verse 2, so that we might live a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. Now, why should we pray for them? You know, this, this one is just giving the instruction. But the reason, the real reason why we should pray for these people is found in Daniel chapter 10. Right? 
In Daniel chapter 10 and verse number 2, in those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three full weeks. Verse 5, then I lifted up my eyes and behold, a certain man clothed in linen whose loins were girded with the fine gold of Ufaz. Oh, that was a vision. All right, verse 7. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. All right, for the men that were with me saw not the vision. But a great quaking fell on them, so that they fled to hide themselves. All right. Therefore I was left alone and I saw this great vision and there was no strength in me for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption and I retained no strength. One of the ways you can ever know it, in case you ever see Jesus or an angel or any of these things is that you, you sense that you are um, sinful you sense quickly that you are evil. Do you get it? Your, your good feeling is because of the, the absence of the presence of God. <laughs> and the more the presence of God is around you, the more you, can, you just feel funny because you are, you are inappropriately placed in the presence of God. You don't fit there. You are wicked. You are evil. And the Bible says that the angel, all right, who was there, uh, Daniel said, uh, my comeliness, you see, in verse 8, my comeliness was turned into corruption. You see, he saw that his niceness was actually corrupt. Is that not so? My there remained no strength in me. My comeliness was turned in me into corruption and I retained no strength. So, now, this does not apply to you because or when or if you have done something wrong that you are aware of. You may be a virgin, Mary, or whatever, but if you come into the presence of God and it's the presence of God, you'll see that you feel bad. Otherwise, it's not the presence of God. That's why Isaiah said, Woe is me, I am undone. When he saw the glory of God, he, he, was, he said, No way. I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell among a people of unclean lips. We are all unclean. Are you with me? Yeah. So, uncleanness is actually your reaction to the presence of God. So, prayer brings the presence of God. Amen. Verse 12 has some good news. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand, and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. So, God willing, in January, 
we are going to set our hearts. Amen. Amen. For three weeks, we are going to set our heart. Look at it. It says, from the day, the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand. You see, you don't even have to attend the prayer meeting. But once your heart has been set towards the prayer meeting, you have already started your worship and your prayer. Amen. So from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard. You see, so your words are heard in heaven. So you better speak words because your words are being heard. They are being heard. You may not know that they are being heard so much, but they are being heard. Everything you say is heard. God is hearing your words. So say words. Speak words. Pray words. God is hearing your words. Amen. And I am come for thy words. So angels are released because of your words. So don't say words. No angels will be coming. Better start saying some words. So that angels will be released. Unless you don't believe the Bible. If you don't believe the Bible, I don't know why you came to church. I think you should just leave now. Check with your neighbor whether he believes, please. Tell him if he doesn't believe, he should just leave now because the place is even hot. We have no space for unbelievers here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, listen very carefully because I want you to really see something. Why we are going to pray for those who are kings presidents, and then those who are in authority. Not only for kings, but those who are in charge. And you can see that I didn't say ministers or secretaries of state. Those who are in authority. Because in every country, there are about four or five people who are ruling. Ghana is being ruled by about four or five people. Yes, but you will not know. I don't even know who they are. But there are four or five people who are deciding everything that is happening. They are the real powerful people. When they speak, that's what will happen. It's true. There are people who have posts, official posts, council of state and what have you. These are just words. The real counselors and the real people who, when they speak, that what happened. There are about four of them in every country. Yes. Hmm. Are you there? You are leaving. I'm leading you for something to do something very important. Yeah. Now. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. Alright? Okay? The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me for twenty-one days. So Persia had a prince. Persia had a prince. So Ghana has a prince too. 
Every country has a prince, non-elected prince. <laughs> Residents. And as this angel was coming to uh, Persia to come and bring an answer. Why Persia? Persia because this is the book of Daniel. And Daniel was working under Darius, who was the head of Persia. Darius and Nebuchadnezzar. He, had, he was in Belshazzar. He had three kingdoms that he was a, a minister in. He worked for three governments. Okay? Are you there? Three governments. Three different governments. So, even though there was uh, a king in Persia, the angel says, and that was Darius, the angel said that he was resisted by the prince of Persia. Now, the resistance was so much that Michael, one of the chief princes or angels, one of, there are senior, seniors amongst angels. So sometimes you hear me pray for superior powers to be sent. Receive superior powers. Yes. And Michael was one of the chief princes and he was sent to help me. All right? And I remained there with the kings of Persia. So he was there and now he's even making it plural. You get it? The prince of Persia and now the kings of Persia. So it's like a number of powers ruling Persia. So Ghana has its own rulers. Nigeria has its own rulers. Rwanda has its own rulers. All right? Are you there? Now, verse 20. Then said he, Knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee? He had finished giving him his message. And he says, Now I will return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Grecia or Greece shall come. So you see, this not United Nations, uh, what do you call it? But it's like there are United Nations demonic powers. Yes. Greece, head of state of Greece and head of state of Persia. Now, why Greece and Persia? You remember Alexander the Great? Alexander the Great was, was from Greece. And he, from a small, the small islands, went and fought with Persia, which was a huge uh, kingdom, and fought against um, this 
huge, King Darius, and so on. So, in the spirit realm too, Prince of Persia and Greece were all there fighting and interacting with angels who were bringing good news and good things to God's people. When you die and you go to heaven, I hope you go to heaven, uh, you will see that all these things, you will see that we just had snippets of them, but they are enough to guide us Now, it can be and must be the only explanation for the way nations are governed. If you take extreme cases like um, uh, Rwanda, the government bought one million cutlasses. And distributed it to the whole country. The genocide was not only in the capital. It was from north to south. Every town. And I think on the 7th of April or so. When the president was shot down. In a plane. In the evening then they gave the instruction to start to solve the problem that they felt they had. And their problem was that this group, the Tutsis, should be eliminated. So they gave the instruction. They they had prepared. Are you with me? Yes. The government, not anybody. So, They were then able to kill their own people in churches, neighbors, and they blocked all roads so you come. When they identify you are a Tutsi, then they use the cutlass to kill you. 8,000 every day. They killed 8,000 people daily until they have killed one for 100 days. They killed 800,000 to 1 million people. Yes. Organized by the government. Now, I'll tell you something. Are you listening? You see, they went for peace talks. Their president. You know, I knew these things before I went there. I was just refreshed. Their president was called Habiaramana was in this plane and they went for peace talks so that they, the rebels who were coming, the rebels were out, their president, present president who were coming, they should agree to peace so that they, they allow them to come in because they, they were also out, so allow them to come in and blend in the army and everything so that they have one nation. But like I was telling that four or five people in every country who are controlling, the assistants, they, they did not agree to the peace talks. Although the president signed it, agreed. The, their sister, one of them got up and said, I'm going back to Rwanda to prepare the apocalypse. I'm going to prepare an apocalypse. You see an apocalypse. 
and flew back. He left the pistols and came. That's the apocalypse they had. So there are powerful people apart from the official ones. So when the prime minister, the president felt, came down, of which they had written in the newspaper two articles that he would die in March. That their president would die in March. The, the people who wanted to kill their fellow neighbors. It's not even like Ghana where we have people speak tree, people speak Ewe, people speak Dagmani. No, all of them speak one language. So, the powerful people, those who bought the machetes, businessmen, those who say they are going to prepare apocalypse, then they killed the prime minister that evening. When they killed the then president fell down the plane. Then they went to kill the prime minister, who was a woman. They killed her in the house. Ghanaian soldiers were there protecting them. They said, step aside. Then they were Belgians too. They took the Belgians and killed them. And they killed the prime minister. Then others who I'm talking about are powerful took over. And that's what I said, now kill the people. So that's what I'm explaining to you that in every country, there are some four or five people who are the most powerful people and whatever they did, whatever they say, that's what's happening. That's what's happening with education. That's what's happening with business. That's what's happening with development. It's not official. Sometimes they, are, they have official posts, but most, the most powerful people there are there. Those who talk when they are eating kenke or fufu and they say, this is what we are going to do. Those are the people. So those people are powerful, you don't see them. But apart from that, we have spirits. You see, now spirits control things. We are spiritual people. We don't go to any school to learn it. We learn from the Bible. There are princes. It's the only explanation. If you look at a country like Nigeria, how can you explain that Nigeria... I just read they said 25% of Nigeria is unemployed. 25%. That means 25% of 120, 100 and what? 80 million. Okay, how much is that? 25%. 45 million. To not have any work to do. Yes, more than the whole nation. They don't have any work. When we went to uh, Malawi, if you speak to a policeman, he can't speak English. He can't speak. He can't speak a word. The whole country cannot speak English or French. The whole country. Few people. When we went to Rwanda, nobody speak. They can't. They don't speak French. They don't speak English. When we went to Burundi, they don't speak French. They don't speak English. They go to school in the local language, Ato, whatever. But you see, in Ghana, if you go to Tamale, if you go to Bechem, if you go to Kintampo, if you go anywhere and you speak English to somebody or a policeman, they can speak. Can you believe that? A government can come to Ghana and decide that they are going to also introduce the same thing in Ghana where they are going to teach in Chi and whatever up to 
uh, university. Yes. Educated people can decide something like that for the nation. But you see, it shows you, like, you want to take the country this way. Another group will come and say, okay, everybody wear Saito uniform. Then another, another group will come and say, okay, there's no difference between this and that. Another group will come. I mean, every, you just can't even, like, if you sit down to think, it doesn't even make sense. But it shows you that there, is, there are powers that work to destroy nations. Oh, yes. Every nation is like that. America is like that. They want to move Trump. They will fight him. What is good for America or not, they will fight it. They come to school and say, you can tell a 10-year-old child that you should decide whether he's a boy or girl in England by law. Huh? He can only understand the people who attend conferences with their husbands and their wives who are men, men to man, man to man, or men to men. My English is even finished. <laughs> they are called wives. My wife is a man. Wow. What I'm trying to tell you is that the world we are living in is not rule. That is why most, and I've interacted with them, when they come out of power, they can't believe that that's what they did. Yes. They can't, because it doesn't make sense when you are not in power. When you are in power, the prince, that's why we should pray for them. If we don't pray for them, you'll be shocked at the decisions that will be taken. You can't even believe it. But when they come out, you meet them and you say, ah, when you were there, why were you? (laughs) I've met so many people who are not in power. And I always remind them. They think I'm against them. When I ask questions. I say, ah, do you remember you came to break down our church? Eh, we? How? You don't remember, you see. Something is controlling, leading, yes, fighting. And you see, where you work, your house, your home, your country, there are spirits, I'm telling you. And if you don't pray for those in authority, the demons will lead them. You get what I'm saying? To do things that don't make sense. Anything, look, let me tell you, anything in your life that doesn't make sense, think of a spirit. Because it doesn't follow the logical route. If you are married and, and you are not happy and doesn't make sense, because you love each other, but you are not happy still, think of a spirit. Hmm? Are you still there? Anything that doesn't add up, think of spirits. And that is why you are here. I'm not here to teach you chemistry 
Although I know chemistry, I tell you, I must know chemistry to be a doctor. And I'm not here to teach you economics. I must know some economics to have an, a, an organization in 90 countries, which is not in debt. And employees in 90 countries. Employees in 90 countries. Yes. That is standing on his feet. But I'm not here to teach you economics. Because I don't know even economics. When I hear a lot of big words, I suspect the people immediately. <laughs> I suspect the people of a lowered intelligence. Because you see, when you're speaking to people, you, 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 bring, you bring down the high things you learned in school, if you really understand them, to ordinary words. When you see a lot of words, say, watch this person. Watch this person. It's a word salad. And surprising, word salad, you can Google schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. S-C-H-I-Z-O-P-H-R-E-N-I. Schizophrenia. It's a mental illness. One of the key symptoms is word salad. <laughs> Too many words to explain what you are explaining. Talk, 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 talk. A simple thing. Are you still here? Yes. So that's why Paul said to Timothy, look, when you come, pray first. Because you'll be surprised what decision will be taken. I mean, we are in Ghana. You, you'll be, I mean, they'll announce they are bringing terrorists to come and stay here. You, even, you, don't, you can't even understand it. <laughs> the next moment you hear something, I mean, you, you just can't understand. Eh? Fantastic things. I mean, you yourself know the fantastic. I don't have to even mention them. You know so many things. There are so many. You see, when you mention them, it's as if you are against something. Drones. Wow. Guinea fowls. Tree planting. Thousand five hundred being taken to South Africa to watch television and coming back. I mean, it's it's. But you see, pads being bought for children. All kinds of things. We are watching our school Wesley girls at Chimota all being downgraded. Yes, but later on. Look back and wonder, ah, I wonder what we were. That's why we have to pray. If you don't pray, you'll be surprised how your boss will decide he doesn't like you again. Yeah. You see that you work the hardest and you are not, it's not working for you. Yes. You, you, you do the best, but it's not working for you. Hmm? You'll be married to the best, but you are still not a happy person. And that's why he says that pray for those in authority. Why? Because demons were here before we were born. There have been spirits in on Ghana Island for years. And then you were just born. How many years? 20, 30 years. You think there were no spirits in Ghana before? Huh? No spirits? All these years? 
They've been here roaming, roaming, roaming. They just roam all over. They, they, they go all over. And they feel very, very cold when they are not in a house. Yes. That's why when they see you, they see you as a house. He said he shall go out of, when the spirit goes out of a man, he goes out of the house and he brings seven more spirits. Come and say, I found accommodation. (laughs) I found accommodation. He goes through testy, dry and testy places. So demons occupy and they influence people. Yes. So Rwanda is an extreme case. It's an extreme case, but it's like that. It's like you can't, you can't understand it. You can't understand extreme things. But it's, you don't have to be extreme. It's just this type of decisions. Princes, let's destroy this nation. You know, how many have heard of the city of uh, Stalingrad? I, don't, I wonder what it's called now. Stalingrad. It was the second city in Russia. You know, I watched a documentary and I saw how the Germans, they were about 300,000 to 400,000 soldiers. Hitler sent them. They froze to death. They fought underground in toilets, this. And as I was watching, I realized that a leader has taken these people to just slaughter them. And as they died like rabbits, you realize that what mind has made these people to be like this and suffer so much? They were encircled and destroyed. Only 6,000 of them survived. 6,000 out of about 400,000. So you realize that a political mind leads these people to destroy them and torture them. As I was watching the soldiers torture them dying and struggling, realize that it's like there is a leader who has sent them there. Most wars are like that, senseless. It's not only war, war is extreme, but even in normal life, you can't even understand it. Yes. So, evil spirits often are the reason for things that are happening that are so beastly. So, you see, when you sit there and just go with your social life, you know, you don't pray. You don't, you don't, spirits stay at places. Those words, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. Principality is, is, is like a, a, a governor of a location. That's why things happen in certain places. There are certain junctions if you travel in some places, they will actually write that this is an accident area. 120 died here. Recently, they started to do it on the Winneba Road. I don't know if it's the science are still. 120 died here. 40 people died here. 70 people died here. There are junctions with skeletons. One day, somebody saw a skeleton standing with a calabash. Ready to receive the blood. Yes. <laughs> your blood will not be shed on any road in Jesus name 
you will go and come and go and come and go and come and go and come. In Jesus' name. Are you still around? Yes. I'm explaining to you why authorities must be prayed for. Yes. I can give you example after example. The only thing that will happen to you is you just sit there and say, Hey, why? Amazing. Yes. So, no one should ever attempt to be in authority without serious prayer support. Yes. And I, I mean real prayers. You yourself must be spiritual because the thoughts and the ideas that are in your, will be in your mind, you can't even understand why you are thinking that way. Only till you are out. So now what does he say? First Timothy, put it back the scripture. He says, uh, verse 1, that I pray, exhort that supplications, prayers, and what? Intercessions. Intercession is interventions. To inter- intercessions means interventions. So there must be interventions in those who are in authority. Amen. You know, once I was working somewhere and my boss didn't like me. No, not didn't like me, was not happy with me. And I was losing favor. And I, in fact, I actually received a warning that a few people receive who are in my position. I don't want to give you the details. I received the warning. Then, when I received that warning, I took up this prayer that intercessions and giving of thanks should be made for all men and verse 2 and for kings and for all that are in authority when I started to pray for the, the, the person in authority things started to change Amen. by the time I was leaving that place I was a darling boy you'll be the next surprise packet I said you'll be the next surprise packet What is a darling boy? A darling boy or a darling girl is somebody who is just like for no good reason. Yes. You'll be a darling boy. How many want somebody to... Look, liking is more than salary. When somebody likes you, it's more than salary. Yes. Maybe you are, you are new on earth. Ask your neighbor, are you new on earth? What did they say? How long have you been around for? Just 20 years. 21 years on earth. And you are new. Liking, somebody liking you is more than a salary. Take it from me. Oh, yes. So, today marks the beginning of your favor. Due to your continuous pressurized prayers that you are going to pray for those in authority. Those of you who are fully under your parents. eh? Charlie, better pray for them. Pray for them. Because as you pray for your parents, they start to like you. You'll be surprised. 
Some of you don't know that your fathers are rich. Oh. They've never shown you the riches. Because you are somewhere. They, they give the riches to others. Yes. You, maybe you don't know. Many men have outside people whom they, they share their love. They don't receive love at home. They give their love to others. So Charlie, take some euros. They have euros. They give it to somebody. And they come to the house. They say, there's no money for school fees. Ah, you don't have it. Take, I mean, 10 cities. But they've given euros to somebody. They have even not money to buy oil or rice. Yes. To drink a cup of tea. Somebody has to go and buy tea bag. And they are selling the tea bag one, 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 one. Let's be serious. You will never struggle to drink tea again in your life. In Jesus' name. Are you listening to me? Yes. Pray for your, the one in charge. You'll be surprised. Some other children will be collecting the monies. Yes. You think that your, your, your father is poor. The day, you see, a lot of people at funerals, they meet their brothers and sisters. You meet somebody, a person has also worn the cloth. They say, who are you? So I am he. <laughs> I am he. I'm he who should be here. Who are you? I am she. Hey! You always thought your father had no money, not knowing that as a he has the money to look after more people except you. They look at you and say, oh, your mother who is quarreling with me will look after you. Pray for those in authority. Some of you, your fathers can buy a car for you. You will never sit in a bus again. But only that, he, he won't. Because his mind has not turned towards you in that way. But from today, you are declared a darling girl and a darling boy. In Jesus' name. Prayer is important. Oh. People who don't pray, I pity them. You have to pray. Be spiritual. See things spiritually. You know, when I traveled, I stayed in a room and when I woke up at dawn, I heard somebody screaming. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody screaming. But I said, I didn't know where I was. Then when I got up and I, I walked on the floor, I felt I was walking on blood. I thought there was blood on the floor. I've never had that experience before. You see, I was in one of the places where they, they butchered the people. There was blood everywhere. And probably that very house. There's blood everywhere. I was walking on blood like that. Blood is not a small thing. Eh? 
It doesn't go away. The Bible says the blood of Jesus which speaks better things. Blood always speaks. Four judges that were killed in Ghana, we have never heard the end of it. How much more? One million people. Do you think you hear the end of it? Yes. Oh, you don't understand the preaching I'm preaching. Yeah. Know where you stand and what is going on. And be spiritual. You must become a spiritual person. Yes. Don't just look at this. Oh, it's nice. The weather is good. The streets are nice. This and that. Come on now. Be spiritual. And be prayerful. Yes. And learn how to intervene in the spirit. Your life depends on it. Look at the promise that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. How can you, how can you have quiet and peace when somebody is planning a war? When somebody is developing hatred for one group? That's why that thing, eh, when it started in Ghana, this and airway, this a tree, this and whatever, you see, it's, it is, when, you see, when Satan came to Adam and Eve, they became conscious of their private parts. Things that have been dangling around and swinging over for years. No one has ever had a problem with it. They became conscious of it when the devil came to them. So you become conscious of an airway or a tree when the devil is at work. When the devil is not at work, you will never know that somebody is an airway or a tree. He's just a person. It's a human being. It's a human being. When the devil is out, that's when you become conscious of this, this one is from this country. This one is from this tribe. This one is from this place. It's, they are all demons that make you conscious. Adam and Eve, they were, they, were, they were only two of them. Why do you need to wear leaves? It is just one interaction with the devil. It has changed everything. So when Ghana becomes more conscious of which where you are coming from it's, it shows the presence of the devil instead of just flowing that we are just humans we are what human beings we are what human being are you still around or you are leaving we are having a prayer time yes stand to your feet You know something? Let's do what the Bible says first. Let's pray for all men and especially for kings. Amen. Who is our king today? President Akufuado. He may not be the one you voted for. Didn't say pray for kings you voted for. No, they were not voting. Don't worry about it. They are just different systems of coming into power. All right? Yes. And then pray for the four or five people who are very powerful that we don't see. How many believe what I'm saying is true? Oh, there, there are people. There are people. You don't see them. All. They have meetings when they are eating. After that, you see that a new policy has come. 
no matter the advice you give, it will never change. It's amazing. Lift your hands. Call on the Lord. For those who are in authority. Jesus. Father, we pray. Yes. Pray for the government. Yes. Pray for those in authority. Pray for those who God has put there. That we may live a, a life of peace. Oh, yes. 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 O
Ikaupa, kapauko, kopiako, empana 
of the city of Accra. Yes. Do you know that your safety and your well-being depends on people who are deciding things mm. and deciding to work or not to work. Whoa. Lift your hand and just pray. Marako Whoever is in charge of Accra. Look at the slums developing all over the city. Pray for those who are in authority. Ayapakodia, <laughs> Rapatonia, Ikatoria, Ikaparia, 
Ikatolia, Ikaparia, Ikatolia, Ikaparia, Ikatolia, Ikaparia, Ikatolia, Ikaparia, 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 If you have ever wondered what is the use of this man, what about assemblyman of your area? What about the mayor of Accra? Can you see the slums at the back there? Sodom and Gomorrah at the other side has spread up to Kolibu. Four. Yes. But you see, all the people who are in charge. They have all lived abroad before. They travel for conferences. They see how everything is done. They even go for courses. But you see, that's what I'm trying to share with you. What is ruling is not what you think is ruling. I'm talking spiritually. Yes. Lift your hand over your area. Jesus. Where you are staying. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Water will flow. Oh, yes. Light will work. Oh, yes. Security will be there. Oh, yes. Arm robbers will be killed oh, yes. and removed from the oh, nation. Oh, yes. Oh, 
Now, finally, I want us to pray for those who are in authority over our lives at work and at home. Yes. Parents, you'll be surprised. One prayer for your parent. One prayer for your boss. He will look kindly in your direction. Yes. Amen. The Bible says the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. He turns it this way. He turns it this way. So God is the one controlling the kings and showing them what to do. Amen. Even when their heart seems hardened, God said, I have hardened Pharaoh's heart. He can't change it. Amen. So whatever is in authority over you, Jesus, from today, you are going to enjoy peace, godliness, quietness, calm, in your life, lift your hands. Jesus. Whoever has power over you, whoever has power, way, form yes. or fashion, 
Yes. My God. Father, we pray for them. We intervene. 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 Malasho Maralakosa Kapara Kachakopala. Oh yes. In the Lula. In the Lula. In the Lula. In the Paracasa Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Makarama. Ayamuna. Makarama. Take it, Yamala. Maribala Balaba. Maribala Balaba. Melokara Balaba. Melatera Mamanda. Mariota Mamande. Meleshigele Melebele. Meleshala Balaba. Thank you, Lord. Now, one of the people that has authority over you is your pastor. You know, a pastor can lead you into so many things if God is not leading him. So it's important to pray for your pastor. It's also in authority. Lift your hand and pray for your pastor right now. Karma Shandola Makabanda. Hey Robo Karabara Balama de Sakana. 
Pray, 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 pray. Pray, you are a Christian. Pray. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pray. Everybody, open your mouth. Pray. Pray. Pray for those in authority. Pray for those in authority. That you may live a quiet and a peaceable life. In all godliness and honesty. Lift your voice to the Lord. Everybody, lift your voice. Holy hands. Holy hands. Lift your holy hands and pray. Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Now, how many think that an evil spirit is somewhere guiding certain things that affect you? You know, whatever you are led to bind, we are entering a time of binding. Jesus. Any, any, wait, any name that comes to you. Hey. Maybe you are in Dansoman. Paro Makosi. The prince of Dansoman hey. maybe is doing something. Mamuka. Or in Accra. Mm. The prince of Accra or the king mm. of Accra. Mm. Or Ghana. Or whatever spirit. Come on. Maybe at your workplace. Because there are things guiding. Hey. How many can see that some things don't make sense yeah. 
at all. Yeah. Yes. And it's because evil spirits are guiding us. Not us. They're not guiding us, but they are guiding events. Yes. Through people. Yeah. Even sometimes when Christians get into power, you'll be surprised at the things they do. Yeah. Rwanda, a lot of priests were killed, even their own members. They were killing their members because you are from a different tribe. Can you believe it? They will call the people to come. At, oh, I've gathered them. And they, so a lot of them are in prison. Priests and pastors. Yes. So, whatever spirit Jesus comes to your mind, take it out. Yes. I say it's coming down. Yes. Lift your hands. Satan, this yes. is your end. In the Satan, name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bind your presence. We bind your presence. We bind your presence. We bind, we bind your, your influence. Yes. Over our lives. Over our lives. Over our kingdom. Over our kingdom. Over our location. Over our location. Over East Legon. Over East Legon. Over this area. Over this area. Over where I stay. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Over my school. Over my life. Over my environment. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. I bind and bring them down. Yes. I weaken their position. Yes. I cast them away. Yes. I reject them. Yes. I block them. Yes. In Jesus' name. I undo the works of darkness. Yes. I reverse. Yes. Wicked decisions. Evil decisions. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every power, every power, every power against our progress, against our improvement, we bind it in the name of Jesus. We block it in Jesus' name. Every opposition, every resistance, every power, every principality, we cast you now. Go out. Go out in Jesus' name. In Jesus every name. resistance, yes. every blockage, yes. Yes. always our progress yes. Yes. and improvement yes. and advancement yes. and establishment. Yes. In, yes. The in the name of Jesus, we undo the power, we, the power. we reverse the power. the power, we reject the, we reject power. the power. In Jesus' in name, Satan, I find you, yes. Yes. the Prince of Accra, yes. the Prince of Ghana, yes. Prince of East Legon, yes. Yes. Prince of the Nations, yes. Yes. Lama Katala. Yes. 
yes. the princes yes. that are destroying the nation. We bind you in I want you to bind the spirit of poverty. Yes. You see, listen. If you don't have hundred dollars in your life, something Satan is he? Satan has taken from your life the ability to own. I'm talking about your wealth in the whole world. Hundred dollars. Something is missing. Something is missing. Lift your hand. Lift my hand. Bind yes. all demons of poverty all and demons lack. Of poverty, yes. And want. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name Christ. of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 We find the spirit of life. We find the spirit of life. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. Yes, Lord. Thank you for what you have given. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you that the power of poverty is broken in our life. The power power of lack. The power of lack. The power of lack. Yes. And want of all good things. Yes. Is broken in Jesus' name. Yes. Madaba. We break out of poverty. We break out of need. Yes. We break out of lack. Yes. Lack of all things. Lack of all things. Want of all things. Yes. We work out our way out of it in Jesus' name. Yes. We break out of demonic bondages and powers. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Christ of Nazareth. Lift your hand and thank God right now. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Satan is defeated in your life. Satan is defeated. 
all power is working against you yes, Lord. to reduce you to, reduce me. to block you to, block me. to prevent you to prevent me. from advancing oh, we bind in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Father thank you for victory thank you for leading us yes. in a series of victories in, a series of victory. in Jesus name in Jesus thank name. you for power over power thank you for power Power against power, power, against power. in the name of Jesus name Christ of Jesus. give the Lord a shout of hallelujah somebody Hallelujah. Oh, I can't hear you. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a mighty shout of praise? And if you are grateful to God, you are saved, that you are born again, that your name is written in the book of life, that you are going to heaven when you die. And if you are happy that our, our church is a center of salvation, then give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Amen. Today we are going to hear powerful stories of people whose lives have been transformed as they kept coming to church, as they heard the word of God, as they encountered shepherds in church. I see no reason why your life shouldn't turn around to, if you believe it, shout. Our first testimony is coming from Patricia Joy. She's also a dancer. It's better for her. Oh, I can't hear you. Clap for her as she comes up stage. Patricia, tell us, what did God do for you? Hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank God for saving my life and thank Him for being here today. Um, I grew up in a Christian home and then I was going to church, doing, trying to do the best I could do for God until I got to the university. So I came to school in level 100. I was okay. I mean, I was still coming to church, doing all I could do. 200 I was still coming but um, in level 200 second semester when I was about to get into level 300 things changed I mean I met new friends who were not in church and then I met new boys who were also not in church allow 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 what happened so my life changed I don't know how I can explain it but it just changed. I stopped coming to church. I mean, if I'll come to church, I'm only coming to mark register because I know some people will call me to ask me why I didn't come. So I'll just come and show my face. And then right after church, I'll disappear and go back to what I was doing before coming. So these friends led you into another life? Yes, they totally led me into a completely different life. And because it was new to me, I sort of embraced it like they were always there like always in your room always inviting you for parties going to the club doing a whole lot of stuff and it was as if you were you were feeling loved because they were always around you don't get you food I mean aside all that they were also leading you into seriously bad things like really really bad things really really bad things like what <laughs> So we used to go to the club to drink alcohol, we used to smoke weed, we used to do a lot of things like some of them I just can't see and how did the change? microphone. How did you change? Um one I mean in level two and the Reverend Ajma used to check on me a lot. He used to come and then call me to church Sunday morning, I'll not go, sometimes I'll go very late, like 
it was like that. And so I got to level 300 second semester when I was about to go into 400. One day, I was told that LP Road was looking for me. So, I mean, by then I wasn't close to her, so I was wondering why she was looking for me. So I went. And when I went, she told me that she had been praying for the dancing stars, and God put my name on her heart to look for me. So that's why she has called me. When she told me, I was like, okay, I mean, I've heard you, yes, so that's all, then I went. But then I think the following week or two weeks after, she called me again, and she told me that she was very serious about what she said, and that if I do not change, God will show me in some years to come how I would have become if I had changed. But if I change, he will show me how miserable my life would have been if I hadn't changed. And honestly, when I heard that, I was a bit shaken. So I decided to listen to what she said. Now, the first thing was to stop the um, parties and things that I used to attend. So I stopped those, but I still kept those friends. Yeah, and then as I came to church, I started getting new friends. LP used to check up on me, LP Hillary, Pastor Debor, Pastor Amy, like number of people used to check up on me all the time so as I was coming as I was being checked up on gradually the friends went away because I wasn't getting time to go out with them again most of the time you spend it in church so that's how things went and I became a center rep where I was helping with the dance and stuff like when I got something to do in church now well even if you don't want to come you have to come like it's going to be a serious thing for you if you don't come so I started coming, and then I kept coming, listening to messages, attending comes, like a whole lot of things, checking prayers, a lot, a lot has gone into me. And by the grace of God, I'm a very changed person. By the grace of God, I help in the church. By the grace of God, I'm part of the Dancing Stars Welfare Team. I'm very grateful to God for saving my life, because I remember one time when we went to the club and we were coming back, I was completely out. And I opened the door to the car, and we were on the Achimota Highway. You were, and, you were in the car, and you opened the door. Yes, and the car was taking a turn, and I was just there. So as I, I was falling out of the car, I but see. my friends, there were some boys sitting by me, so they pulled me in. All I could remember was the driver was very angry. He was an Uber driver. He was very angry and was arguing with my friends. But my friends, they didn't see anything wrong with it. I mean, it's more like they're happy, and then yeah feeling free. And when I think back, I think that I could have fallen out and I could have died. But God kept me and then he brought me back to his saving grace. And I'm really grateful to God for my life. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Your life is turning around you. And our second testimony is coming from Manuel. He's a film star and he says God transformed his life to do it better for him. You know, Jesus once told the people if the son makes you free, you'll be free indeed. And they said, we've never been slaves. And he said, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Today, every sla- sin that has held you a slave is broken in Jesus' name. Manuel, tell us. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, my name is Manuel Johnson. I'm God's grace. I'm a presenter leader and a film star. I want to thank God for a great change that was effected in my life through the ministry of the bishop. Now, prior to the privilege of being saved, I must admit that I was a very, very, very bad boy, Reverend Paul. The narrative of the badness was such that I was indulging in multiple acts of fornication. 
and I would floor every single girl that I could lay my hands on. The word is I floor. I just didn't care. You floor them. I floor every single girl. Wow. And you know, I was I, funny enough. I wasn't interested in girls my own age. They were either five years older or ten years older. I just didn't care. And to top it all out, I was um, I was a circular artist too as well. You were a circular so, artist. Exactly. And so it meant I was signed to a label, and um, which catered for my financial needs, my welfare, including the music part. And so it meant that I had a lot of things going on nicely for me. It was quite lucrative. And so I just didn't care. I was way over my head. So you're on TV? Yes, please. Wow. Have you, have you seen was, the face before? Oh, you want to talk? I was. I mean, among my, among my circle of friends, I was quite known. And so okay. it was like the, the, the prerequisites, especially during times when I wanted to flow girls. I just didn't care about anything like that. And you were telling me that you had a strategy of... Um, your friends sending your exactly so because b- before I get to I get to Florida girl because I had videos on YouTube and the likes of it and showing on foresight so I'll, I'll, I'll get my friends to show the girls things like this so if you're like oh he's a superstar oh he's he's a star in the making so why not let's let's go through for him and it kept happening repeatedly time and time after and during that period too, my relationship with my dad was so terrible my dad was so vexed with me it came to a time when I left the house indefinitely because at a point, I and my dad weren't compatible. We just couldn't stay together. So, fast forward, and this happened during the period where I was out of high school. So, at a point, I decided to go back to school. So, by God's grace, I gained admission into the University of Ghana. Now, when I got to the University of Ghana, I had ulterior intentions. I mean, I was going to get on the top of my game and do everything I wanted to do, all the bad things I could imagine. But to my utmost dismay, I met my shepherd, who was. <laughs> oh, you should have been, you should have said a blessing or utmost dismay. Yeah, it's my a bit dismay, strong. I met my shepherd, and this guy was so interested in my. Who life. was a shepherd? Elder Larry, forgive me, Elder Larry Adams. He was so interested in my life. He kept coming. It's like this guy. Why? I'm a boy. Why? Why do you keep coming to me? Every Sunday he'll come. Oh no, let's go to church. And the thing about my schedule was such that. During the weekday, I have to be in class. Then during the weekend, I have shows, I have functions, and the likes of it. So each time he comes, I'm really tired. I just go back like 4 a.m. in the morning and say, Mono, let's go to church. I said, but like, not today, not today. So I kept postponing for weeks. So one time he came to me and I decided to grace his request. I was like, okay, you know, today let's do this. Let's go to that church. Okay, he's been a star before. He's <laughs> been a star. I was so like, okay. He just decided to grace his, grace request. his request. I was like, no, and let's do this. Him. Yeah, let's go to church. So when I can remember, I sat at the far back at the end. And I was just looking. I was wondering what was happening here. Because I've never been to a church that had so many people. And Because I used to be a church right? I used to go from place to place and just look at people and just do what I want and go. But when I came here, I don't know, for some reason, I came back the following week. I mean, I never liked church. I came up the following and I kept coming and I didn't know how I was unconscious. I realized that I began to change the things I had, the things I wanted to do. I began to realize that and to God be the glory, I gave my life to Christ and I was born again Where? in this church. Right here. Right here. At this at this, at this first love center. Exactly right. I there. don't see why you can't give your life to Christ today. So wow. By God's grace, I kept coming and I kept coming and I joined the film star ministry by God's grace and I met a different set of people who were interested in completely different things. They shared the word of God with me. I remember Pastor Piquet would come to my room and come and invite me to church, talk to me, encourage me. And I realized that my life kept changing. But the difficulty was that at the time, my contract with my management was such that it was binding me for three years. 
And so it meant that you had a contract with exactly. the management. It was binding me for three years. And if I should have left before the time was due, the penalty was $400,000, which I obviously couldn't afford. You had signed a contract yes, please. of $400,000 company. Exactly, because this is a company that had invested a lot of millions of Ghana cities into my career, supposedly. So there was no way I could just wake up one day and say, you know what, I want to be a Christian, so to hell with everything you are doing. I couldn't have done that. So I was torn between a rock and a hard place. By God's grace, I got introduced to Reverend, Reverend Frank. And he kept, I, I remember one time, I, he, he invited us for a prayer retreat at the Miracle Center on Egon Campus. I mean, before then, when it came to prayer, it was like World War III. I just didn't like prayer. Like, if you ask me to pray for five minutes, I'll pray for two, and then I'll start looking around because I hated prayer. But it was the first time he said we should pray for six hours. I was like, hey, how am I even going to do this? But I still went, and I was there for six hours. And by God's grace, it kept, it kept going on. I kept coming for rehearsal. I kept coming for ministry meetings and all. So one day, I was talking to Elder Larry about the fact that now I'm confused. I don't know whether I should continue my life as an artist and still be a Christian because it felt like I was dwell. I was here the next minute, the next minute I was on stage performing somewhere. So I was really unhappy. There are times where I felt like I was going to die. So what happened was that Elder Larry encouraged me, and he told me that he was going to help me pray, and so I should pray about it. So I remember one faithful evening, I came for a ministry rehearsal. It was an all night, actually. And when I got here, um, um, Pastor Ethan was leading the, the prayer session. So I was just in front and looking around, and I got engrossed in the session. And so as, as the prayer went on, I was just crying. I remember crying out and telling God that, you know, I've, there's a lot of things happening to me right now, and I've lost hope. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but he should make a way for me. He should make a way to, to set me free through this bondage of, of, of secularity. So what happened was that I even forgot about the prayer and I went to rehearsal the next morning. Then I went back to my hostel. Then I slept till 11.30. I remember waking up at 11.30 and looking at my phone. And the message that came was from my management group. And so I imagined it was another duty call. I was supposed to go and perform somewhere or be at a function. So I was reluctant to look at it in the, in the first place. But later I was like, okay, let me see what's happening. Then when I opened to the page, Reverend Paul, I was so surprised. Now the message that came to the page was from my CEO. And what he said the was CEO of the, the CEO of the company. And what he said that was, was that due to reasons beyond my control, and I quote, he said, due to reasons beyond my control, I hereby dissolve this company and I set you all free. I don't, I don't know what is happening, but I think... Hey! If the sun therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Tonight, the same Jesus that spoke to his situation is speaking to your situation. As the anointed servant of God preaches the pure gospel message, God is setting you free in Jesus' name. Repeat Paul, the message again. Reverend Paul, it was, it was, he said, due to reasons beyond my control. You know, I had to screenshot cap the message and send to my, to my elder, Elder Larry. I remember telling him that Elder Larry, my, my, my CEO said, due to reasons beyond his control, he hereby dissolves the company. I was like, everybody kept calling me from the building and saying that, Mano, what is happening? What is happening? I was like, I don't know. But in my heart, I felt like Jesus had truly set me free. I knew that that was it for me. And so I was excited and I couldn't hold it. So I told my, my shepherd about it and we were so excited. And fast forward, my life kept getting better. By God's grace, I got introduced to my pastor at Pentagon, Pastor Edwin Ogo. And during the vacation, I, I was around and he told me one vacation that, you know, you should become a Basenta leader. Initially, I was really scared because I see all the activities that go on with Basentas. I'm like, can I really do this? But by God's grace, I gave it a try, and I've been a Basenta leader for some time now. And by God's grace, I'm a part of the, the film star ministry. I, my prayer life has become better. 
my Christian life has become better. All the things I had initially, I have them no more. I don't fornicate. I don't do anything like that. And my relationship with my dad, in fact, now my dad doesn't do anything without asking me. I remember one time when daddy gave us the handkerchief to, to the mantle as, 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 as a sign of belief and faith. One time, I, my dad was sick in the house. And he called me. He was like, oh, no, my head, I, I don't know what is happening. Then I rushed home. As soon as I arrived, I remember that the mantle was in my bag. So I took it out and I placed it on his head. And Reverend Paul, in just about 10 seconds, my dad got up and said, I'm fine. Everything is gone. Oh, from gone. sin worker to miracle worker, your life is changing around to. I just to sit down like that. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Celebrate the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. I believe God's power is in this church. And our lives are changing. We are moving from strength to strength. You will never be the same again. Put your hands together for such powerful testimonies. Amen. Are you excited to be in the house of God? First Love Church, what does it sound like when 7,000 give the Lord a shout of praise? Wave at me if you are excited to be here on Salvation Sunday Well, I have good news for you The prophet of the Lord is back home In the house All the way from Burundi and Rwanda and Toulouse And I believe God has a wonderful word for you Do you feel excited in your spirit? Look for the nearest visitor and tell him something good is about to happen to you Hallelujah I can't hear your amen. Hallelujah! If you're as excited as I am, it's time for your word. It's time for your miracle. It's time for your breakthrough. It's time for God's touch. It's time for God to reach out his hand to wherever you are and bring you through the wilderness. And if you're as excited as I am, give the Lord a scream! I can't hear you. Give the Lord a scream! Trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Hearkening to the voice of God today, is there anything too hard for me? Put your trust in God It's impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Talking to the voice of God today, is there anything too hard for me? Trust in God alone. Rest upon. His word everything, everything, everything is possible with God. Hallelujah. I want us to sing this song again. And as you sing it, it's a prophecy for your life. Do you believe the prophecy 
You are saying that nothing is impossible with God Whatever you desire And whatever God has placed In your destiny Everything is possible Nothing is impossible with God In the name of Jesus So sing it for yourself The person sitting It has nothing to do with that It only has something to do with you Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Unto the voice of God to lead, is there anything too hard for me? Put your trust in God alone and rest upon. His word for everything, for everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in God. Are you singing? Hearken to the voice of God to thee Is there anything too hard for me? Put your trust in God alone And rest upon His word Everything, oh everything Yes, everything is possible Father, thank you that everything is possible with you. I pray for every hand lifted up. That whatever you have placed on our hearts as a desire becomes possible. Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. We receive it. Everything is possible with God. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want those in the canopies to give me a shout of hallelujah. Wow. God is doing wonders. Today is Swollen Sunday. One member, two souls. One member, then you shout two souls. One member, one member, one member, and 31st night is one member. How many souls? One member, five souls. 31st place. We cannot park here on 31st. We'll be sitting there as well. So, come early and you shall be blessed. So, this morning, uh, whatever the time is, it doesn't really matter. We are, I'm preaching about 
the days of Noah and the days of Lot. And I want you to listen carefully because it's going to be short but very important. Luke 17 verse 26. I want to bring you greetings from, uh, we were in France, Toulouse. Toulouse in France, you know, the aeroplanes, listen, otherwise you can't know where you are shouting that you'll be. Toulouse is where they make Airbus. You know the aeroplanes, we have two types, Boeing and Airbus. So Airbus is made in France, it's made in Toulouse. So that is where we had to give that self-holy conference. And a lot of people attended. It was a beautiful conference. And then we were in Burundi. Burundi is um, like the Equapin Mountains. There's no flat part anywhere. The whole country is mountains from beginning to end. So anywhere you are going, you go like this. Around. And then we were in Rwanda. Rwanda is also the same. But Rwanda mountains are a little spread. But there's no flat place. There's no flat place. So, Aburi and Mampong is a Burundi type of environment. Very beautiful. And very, um, how do you call it? Very um, Nice. Very beautiful. So that's a blessing. I was privileged also to meet with the president of Burundi. We had a long time to talk. And um, many souls were saved. Many people were blessed. Amen. So we are excited to be back. Tonight is Carol's uh, service. So... That's a blessing in a few hours. But for now, the days of Noah and the days of Lot. Luke 17, 26. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat and they drank and they married wives And they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And then the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat and they drank and they bought and they sold and they planted and they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus it shall be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the days of Noah today. And These two examples, Noah and Lot, are the examples of um, salvation for a few people when the majority 
goes into distraction. So, you must believe in the word of God because if there was ever a time when you can say that this is the days of Noah and the days of Lot, it's now. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were giving in marriage, they were planting, they were building. Life was going on normally until suddenly the righteous man was excluded or removed from the system. So this is what we call exemption. Exemption. It's faith for exemption. Faith to be exempted from what is going to happen to the majority. So as you are here, you know, although there may be about 7,000 people here today, but there are many, many millions of people who are not here. So you you must never think that uh, Christianity is in the majority. Those who serve God are always a few. And you must not be sad to be part of the few who are saved. Noah was saved with eight souls. Only eight people were saved from the whole city, the whole world. Only a few souls. Genesis chapter 6. Quickly. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all. Now this little scripture is telling us, we're talking about the sons of God or angels or supernatural beings invaded the earth. So in this last day, the days of Noah, you have a lot of supernatural, demonic infiltration into the world. Yes. That's the days of Noah. So you must be careful because today a lot of people are demonized. We were in Rwanda and they killed one million people. Like, you know, when I was going there, I met some people from Rwanda and I didn't know we were not supposed to mention Tutsi and Hutu. I asked them that, do people speak the same language? And they told me, we speak the same language. There's nothing like Tree or Fanti or Gan or Dagbani or Ewe. It's only one language. So one group with one language turned on each other and killed. So you can see that Bible says Satan is a murderer from the beginning. So you see that Satan entered the nation and made them kill. Even pastors killing their own members because they were from a different tribe. So you must be careful. These are the last days. And then there were demonic infiltrations through sex. So you must be careful about who you have sex with. And you must be careful of sex. Sex is one of the main ways through which evil spirits come into people. So the Lord said, my spirit 
shall not always strive with man. All right? And there were giants in those days. Now verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So, wickedness in the earth. Evil imaginations all over the world. And it repented the Lord that he made man. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the surface of the earth. Both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. Now, today, you can see that the world is full of evil. Evil everywhere. Violence that we never had before. Wickedness that we never had before. All right? Uh, Verse 11. The earth was corrupt and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked on the earth and it was corrupt, it was spoiled. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. So today we have violence. We never had this kind of violence before. Even in Ghana, we hear of people being killed. We never had these type of things before in Ghana. But now you hear it. You hear it all over the world. So these are the last days. And today, God is stretching out his hand to everyone. And he's saying to you, come to me. Come to Jesus and be saved. Amen. Come to God. So, if you are here and you are listening to me, you must know that these are the last days You see, the world didn't start with you. It's been around for some time. And there was a time when human beings were plenty on the earth. You know? And God said, you know, I don't like the way people behave. People are too evil. You know? And the corruption. You see, if you take meat, when you put meat down and it starts getting spoiled, you can't reverse it. It's it's, it's rotten. It's spoiled from inside. So you can't put it back in the fridge or make it correct it. And so that's how the earth has become the world. But this this has happened. This is the second time it's happening. It happened before. Now, in the history of the world, there is no no part of the human race that does not record the great flood. All through the history books of human beings in South America, in America, different cultures, they all record a great flood which flooded out the world and everybody died. It's, 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 it's history. You can Google it after church. Even the Ashanti. Huh? Even Ashantis have it. Ashanti, what do they call it? Huh? In Suwat. And so Yeri, yeah, a great flood that came. Now, even this morning, there was a, a tsunami in somewhere, you know, Indonesia somewhere, there was a tsunami. And so many people have died. But you see, the water in the world is more than the earth, the land. So when the water wakes up, it can move over 
the whole city to the height of these buildings and cross Accra from the sea, from Teshi, Labadi, Kolegono, Choko, and sweep at a height higher than these buildings and cover everywhere. I mean, even if you know how to swim, if you see it, when it is coming, it, it moves cars and buses and trains are moved. Trains are moved with the water. I mean, nature has been known to go out of control completely. It's not a new thing. You know, and it was because of the wickedness of man. God said, no, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. You know, because man is changed, has changed so much. The, 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 the nature of man and all the type of sins we have are more complex. You know, you even feel sorry for people who are being born now. That Charlie, what is it going to be like when you grow up? What is it going to be like in 30 years time in the world? Yeah. There's so much evil. I was talking to somebody. They told me that in South Africa in the last six months, they have had 150 bank robberies, open daylight uh, attacking of the bank cars in daylight, shooting and killing and everything in six months. You know? As the nations deteriorate and change. You know? But it's happened before. And God said, no, I can't take it anymore. And I'm going to wipe them all out. It's finished with these people. So I think that we find it difficult to believe that something like this can ever happen. But that is why the Bible says in Genesis 20, Genesis chapter 6, all right, and verse 8, it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And I believe that you are finding grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. So in the midst of the evil, there are some people who find grace. And today you are one of the people finding the grace of God. Amen. Why, why do I say grace? Because grace means something you don't deserve. You don't deserve it. But God somehow has found grace for you. That's why you are here. As for me, I always thank God because, you know, I'm a half caste, half Swiss, half Ghanaian. So, our type, we are few in church. Yes. So, I, mean, I really see it as grace that I should be in church. I really see it as grace. You don't see many of us here. Our type. Hmm? Not many. Yeah. And look into your family. You may be surprised you are the only one. Or not many from your household are saved. God has shown you grace. The Bible says Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So when you find grace, thank God. It's just the grace of God that God has brought you to his house to be saved. You must be saved. And like the people were giving the testimony, that's what Christianity is about. 
Christianity is not about becoming rich or getting money. We have a lot of preaching like that now. Also, come and be blessed. Come and be blessed. I pray for you, and uh, God, uh, I pray for you. Let, you give some offering to give some offering to an orphanage, and your your secular music will be okay. No, no, no. Christianity is about salvation. You get changed and you turn around. Repent means to turn around and turn away from your sins. Yes, there must be a major change. You cannot do all the things you used to do before. There is a change. Christianity is about changing, great change. It's not about maintaining your boyfriend and coming to church. Or maintaining your smoking and drinking and every bad thing that you used to do. There is a real change. And I tell you, when you change, you don't have to, you don't have to shout at the leaves of a mango tree. Fall down when it's there. When the tree is there, the leaves themselves will fall down. Yes. All those things will drop off you. When you find Jesus, nobody will be shouting at you to do anything. You see that when the root of the thing is gone, then you are blessed. Now, verse 9 of Genesis chapter 6. And it says, what does it say? These are the generations of Noah. Now, notice, it's a verse that we don't often see. All right, it says Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. To serve God, you must have some qualities. And Noah walked with God. You see, we always say Enoch walked with God. Noah also walked with God. Noah and Enoch are the two people we ever hear of walking with God. Yes. Enoch in the Noah in the midst of everybody gone astray. He was walking with God. Today you will walk with God. If everybody is going astray, walk with God. Yes. What does it mean to walk with God? It means you, you have somebody who can talk to God and somebody whom God can speak to. And somebody who God can tell things to do. And he will do it. Yes. Somebody who can do what God wants. Noah walked with God. I only walk with people obviously who flow with me. If I don't flow with me, how can I walk with you? So for Noah to walk with God, he was flowing with God and what God wanted. And so God wants you to walk with him closely in this wicked generation. And to make it easier, you must disconnect from all your old friends. I want to tell you something. You know, it is not so difficult to be a Christian as you might imagine. When you are on the other side, it looks difficult. But if you come into Christ and you change your friends, it becomes much easier. Because you know, I'm not under pressure to to, to drink. Or to smoke, or, or all those things. I don't feel that pressure because nobody in my in my life drinks. I don't. I don't have any. I'm, I'm never at a place where they are sharing beer. I don't. I don't. I don't know where the, where they share beer. Where do they serve beer? I don't even know where they serve it or where they sell it. I don't have people who are smoking in my world. So Christianity is much easier when you change your company. 
So even though it says Noah was a just man and perfect, you don't have to be so worried and thinking that, oh, me, I can't make those standards. No, it's because you have not changed the group you are in. If you change the group and you change the people that you are with, you'll be surprised that it's so much easier because no one does certain things in the world that you are in. Yes. If you move with girls who have boyfriends and sugar daddies and so on, you'll be tempted because they'll come back with new things, new clothes, Brazilian hair and all these things. And your hair will be from Kumasi or whatever. And you are not getting the Brazilian hair. So you, you, may, you, may, you, may, you may feel hot. You get what I'm saying? But if you move with ordinary people, I tell you, you just flow. And it's not so difficult to be a just man and perfect, even though the whole world has gone astray. Yes. Look, today, you see, Ghana is a very religious country. But you see, the Bible says it's not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, who will enter. Many people will come and say, Lord, Lord, we did great works in your name. That means that they, they, they were religious. They had religious works. They built orphanages. They had crusades. They were preaching. He said, we did great work. We cast out devils in your name. Wow. I mean, but they didn't, they didn't know God. They didn't know God. So Ghana has, you know, there is no function that you know people will not pray. Wicked liars and thieves will be praying. Yes. Liars and thieves, demonized people are praying. Yes. So you must decide to walk with God in purity, in righteousness, and to try your very best to do what is right. God knows that we are failing. But at least the effort is there to walk with God. If you don't do that, you become religious. And religion is a very dangerous thing. Why do I say that? It's dangerous to be religious without being born again. Very dangerous. In Rwanda, priests, priests were killing, holding cutlass and killing people. You can read it on the internet. I don't, you just Google priests involved in genocide and the names will come up and you read their stories. Priests in genocide. Just Google it and see. Yes. You see the names. Some of them are even free. They are, they are still at large. They are looking for them. Jesus was not crucified by armed robbers. Jesus was not crucified by drunkards. None of the people who crucified Jesus was drunk on that day. They have not tasted any alcohol. They were all pastors and religious people. So you see, when we are giving testimonies, we are giving testimonies of salvation, not of religiosity. Religiosity is a very dangerous thing. Yes. When I, 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 you see, I was born, my father, I don't want to mention names of churches, but he used to take us to a church. I was baptized, I was confirmed in one church. Then when I went to school, the school was also from another church. So there was a priest there and home to, they were taking me to church. But I was never born again at all. I, I found church one of the most boring things. Christianity was so boring. When I went to Achimota school, I saw the people in the common room doing scripture union. I, I look at them, I say, what type, of, what type of boring people are these? 
they'll be praying. Even the first time I went to a room where they were praying, I started laughing. I mean, I burst out laughing. I said, what kind of madness is this? Oh, yes. Religion, but no real power. In 2 Timothy 3, it says that there are people who have the form of godliness, but they deny the reality of the power. The power of God changes you. And you change. You actually change. You actually change. If you are homosexual, you change. Homosexuality is is, is equally a sin as fornication. It will never be accepted by God. In fact, there are serious warnings in the Bible. In the days of Lot, it will be increased. Homosexuality. Blatant, open, violent. Yes. And there are many of us here who have been involved in that. Girls with girls, boys with boys. Yeah. But if you've met Christ, that thing has to go out of you. Oh, yes. You have to. Otherwise, otherwise you deny the power. You say that there's no power in Christianity. Either there's power in Christianity or there's no power to change you. When a man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Okay, then if there's no power, then there can be no new creature. Power, if there is power, then there are changes. There are real changes. Bad wife to good wife. Bad person to good person. There must be change. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 There must be change. We are not talking about religion. Do you think those people in the days of Noah were not going to church or they were not having some kind of God? Oh, God. People have been calling the name of God for years. Doing all kinds of things in the name of God. If you want to see somebody who was in a religion but was not born again, look at me. Number one. That's why today I don't know him and I have no apology. And I don't like I don't like him because it reminds me of the days when I used to go to church when I didn't know God. It reminds me of, and it reminds me of funerals. So I don't, I don't make any effort to learn hymns. Yes. They'll sing. You don't know God. I hated it. I just wanted it to finish. I, I wanted the priest to say, today we sing the first and last stanza. I said, this man is very good. He's making things go faster. How many have experienced that before? Hey, I thought it was only me. First and last stanza. Recessional hymn. Offering. Hey! Religion without power. Priests will be announcing how much beer they are drinking and how much you owe me one carton of beer from the pulpit. Christianity has power. It really changes people. If you are not changed, if you are not yet a Christian, I'm telling you, it really changes us. It changes us. And you keep on changing through the years. You cannot say you are in this generation without a change. Noah was not just, oh, God found grace, so he was, he found grace and he was a just man. He was attempting, even though he was a sinner, he was attempting. Yes. 
And when he came out, you see that his problems were there. He got drunk. As soon as he came out of the flood, he went to drink. You see, it's not easy not to be contaminated. But the effort is there to serve God. So don't be too worried when you sense the drawings towards certain things. It is there, but your determination to serve God and to be... Noah moved by faith. Yes, he believed God and he obeyed God. Yes. So today, God is calling us to be different. Yes. He's calling us to come out. Even though everywhere, everywhere is so corrupted, so spoiled. I mean, some of you, you started watching pornography by the age of 11, 9. You were seeing things that even up to today, some grown-ups have never seen. And you know, that is why some people cannot marry. Because what you have watched, when you go into the real chamber, you can't see, it's not there. You look and you say, ah, what I saw is not what I see. (laughs) Are you ready to be a Noah? In this day, when the whole world has gone astray, are you ready to stand out like Noah? Bible says in Hebrews 11, by faith, Noah was moved with fear. He feared God. Yes, he feared God. And prepared an ark for the saving of his house. At least he saved his house. At least he saved some few people through his faith. And he's listed there. Nothing is mentioned of his drinking problems. Yes. Nothing is mentioned. You see, God is just. Your salvation is by your faith. You must believe in God and come out. And follow Jesus. Even though the whole world has gone astray. You know. When I was in school. I was so odd. Yeah. In university. I say I'm preaching. The whole bus was full of medical students. When I stand to preach, I say, let us, let us pray. Nobody was into, pray, into preaching. They just look at their books. And I was like a fool standing from Kolibu in the hot sun to, to Lagos. I preach. I don't care. Early in the morning, we are studying. We are preparing. And I stand and preach. Become a preacher of righteousness. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. Yes. In this day and age. I can see through it all. Because I've been there. Just religious. But I don't know Jesus. Just religious. And I'm not going to live my my life. Eating and drinking. Planting. And building. And marrying. I'm working as though Jesus is coming tomorrow. Yes. And I want you to also work. That's why we are saying one member, two souls. We are trying to win souls for Jesus. That's the great effort you can make in this, in this last day. Oh, yes. It's a, you know, 40 years time, a lot, a lot of people will not be here. 40 years from now, 50 years. Oh, 
a whole generation, everybody will be gone. You have to read history books to know some of the names that we mentioned today. You have to read deep history to know names of people who are here now. Deep history. Yes. Archives. You have to go into archives. But Noah found grace. Noah chose to stand out and be odd. Now he prepared an ark. You can imagine how foolish he looked. People came to see him building an ark at East Legon. And said, ah, so how will you take the boat from here to the sea? Do you know where the sea is? Noah said, no problem. And he built the ark. I am sure GTV came to cover it at a point. Huh? Or Metro TV. TV3. UTV. They came to interview him. Sir, I hear you have prophesied rain. Noah said, please. If you want to hear my message, come to church. Because Noah was a preacher of righteousness. He was a preacher. And he prepared the ark and built for God. He built for God. He built for God. And the people knew not till the day that he entered the ark. And can you believe when he entered the ark, you know when the rain came, seven days later. So I'm sure CNN and everybody was outside and said, ladies and gentlemen, the madman entered this ark last Tuesday. And he says it's going to rain. It's been five days now. The weatherman has not predicted anything unusual. And we are still watching. Then seven days, there, 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 there was some slight drizzle. And they said, oh, it's just the beginning of the rainy season. And then some small sprinkles came. Do you know the rain that gives floods? The rain that, I will tell you, for, just for your own safety. The rain that gives flood is not the heavy rain. It's the continuous rain. Yes. It can be average rain, but continuous doesn't stop. There will be a flood just now. Yeah. Watch out for that type of rain. For your, for your own safety. So the rain started to flow, come. The normal type of rain. You get what I'm saying? Noah was in the boat with his wife and then his three sons and their three wives. How many is that? Eight souls. All his work, only eight people. Only eight souls. Those eight souls became the fathers of the whole world today. Eight souls. You never know how precious a soul is when you save one person. And Noah turned to God. And then the rain came. The rain came down and the floods came up. The rain came. Is there a song like that? And the floods came up. The rain came down. And the floods came up. And the wise man's house. That's for the wise man. This one is for Noah. The world came tumbling down. Gradually, gradually, there were floods. You can never believe that a place can flood till you see it flooded. I think I've showed you once Mozambique, the floods. You see the people, the whole town is covered. 
with water. And the water kept coming. All the good swimmers were swimming. They said, we'll swim to the higher ground. Those who went into apartments, they were upstairs. But the water kept coming up and coming up. Rain, rain. Go away. Then they started to pray. Rain, rain. You remember some years ago, Kenya Airways went and fell into the water at uh, Abidjan. They took off and they entered the sea. I asked some people who were involved in it. They said that the first man to swim, it was just, you know, Abidjan Airport, when you take off, you are over the sea direct. You just take off and you are on the sea. So they just fell right into the water. And some people who could swim came. So the first person who came was a Frenchman. Swimming. You know, they swim in their country. That's why I keep on explaining to you that you have to learn how to swim. My church members must be swimmers. (laughs) Because I need you to enjoy your honeymoon. Look at the people in the canopy. Yes. Uh-huh. Swimmers. The second one was a Nigerian who could swim. Yes. And those who could swim came. But in the days of Noah, maybe the first Frenchmen and Nigerians and others who could swim, they swam and then still the water came for them. Still coming, still coming, still coming. There's still no higher ground until everybody was gone. Those who could float, those who could swim. I want you to watch a film called Deep Water. Yes. You see, it's a true story. They fell into the water and they left them. And they swam and swam and swam. No matter how good you are, it reaches a point you cannot continue. And everybody drowned. Noah was on the boat alone. Then he would turn to his children and say, Come, come. Can you believe that? When we look out, we can't see any land. He, Shem and Japheth, they, they would call and say, my sons, come, let's pray. So, is it possible that what we believe is true? Is it possible that what we believe is true? That it has happened practically? That the whole world has been drowned? No one, will, no one will go to bed with his wife and say, Wifey, you are the only one left for me. No more options. Hey! <laughs> I'm sure that Noah's wife felt very secure. Like there are no other girls in the world again. Only she and Noah. <laughs> All accusations ended after the flood. But there were no more girls. Nobody. Hey. Then Noah would send out a raven. The raven would go and come. The dove, when he sent the dove, the dove came back. But dove don't eat dead meat. In Rwanda, they killed every dog. They had to shoot all dogs because the dogs were eating the people, the dead people. So they killed every dog in the whole country. So ravens don't eat flesh. A raven will eat, but dove, no. Dove doesn't eat dead meat. So the dove 
was too dainty. The dove had to come back. Yes. Then finally they came out of the boat. The whole floor was muddy. And they look at them. So we are the only people left in the world. Everything we believe and we preach was true. They planted, they built it, they married, they gave in marriage, they did everything normally. You can't live normally when you are hearing this prophecy. Jesus gave this prophecy. He said, as it was in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot, that's how it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. It was a prophet. Jesus is the greatest Jewish prophet. And it has all come to pass. Violence. We have never had this violence. We have never had homosexuality like this. We have never had all materialism. Planting, building, finding things. So many things. No, never. Wickedness and violence in the earth. The highest ever. But Noah. So Noah told his sons, let's, let's, we have to restart the world. So you have to be careful of Noah because Noah is like Adam. He was the only man in the world. And the Bible says he saved eight souls. How many Noahs do I have here? Only six Noahs. The faith of Noah is to save eight souls. Yes. That's what the Bible says. Being few, he saved eight souls. Amen. Eight souls. Hallelujah. First Peter 3 verse 20. Which some were, time were obedient, once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, wherein few, few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. Eight souls saved by water. Yes. The faith of Noah will make you to save eight souls. You see, instead of telling you greatness is to have a private jet and a land cruiser, I'm not, I'm not showing, I'm not putting in front of your nose diamonds and gold and materialism. I'm showing you spiritual ideals, good things from God that you should attain to as a Christian. Yes. Yeah. Forget about those land cruisers and what have you. They will come. That, that one is nothing. This is eight souls. Be a savior of souls. Be a Noah. Prepare your ark. Prepare to be an odd one out. Don't worry about whoever. I'm sure Noah's marriage was better after the flood. All of, because you have no one else. Who are you going to quarrel about? Yes, that's the two of you. They had a better life. After salvation. So today, I don't know who you are. But you need... To be prepared to be odd. Yeah. You see, politics may be the most difficult for you. Those of you who want to do politics. Because that's where you have to stand for the truth. There's no political party that doesn't have strange things. All of them have so, such weird things. That's why it's, diffi- you, it's sometimes difficult to be a Christian and to be part of it. Because very soon you have to criticize your own people. You can't defend things that they are doing. 
Because spirits are controlling things. But I want you to stand, whether it's on campus, whether it is in your workplace. No girl here must be promoted through sex. In Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. No. No girl here must be promoted through sex. No way. Yes. Stand up for Jesus. Be separate. Be a preacher of righteousness in this wicked generation. And your name will be written in the book. And one day you'll be standing like Noah was standing with his family. What? One, he counted my wife, Shem, your wife, Ham, your wife, Japheth. That's all. There's nothing, nobody, and animals. Animals were saved. Crocodiles were saved. Human beings were too rich and too big to believe Noah. They made a fool of him. But the day will come, you will not be making such a fool of us. Today is the day of salvation. I don't know who brought you here, but today is salvation day. It's salvation day for everybody here. We are celebrating salvation. Pure salvation. We are not celebrating having a car or money. We are celebrating Jesus has saved our souls. Yes. Do you think I'm not important? Do you think I'm not important in Ghana? Why should I go to Burundi? Why should I go to Burundi? Or Rwanda? When I was in Burundi, the soldiers that were following us with rocket launchers, do you know rocket it, you, Yeah, you, 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 you see that when they shoot, it can bring a plane down. All these ones were around us. Plenty! A country with soldiers everywhere. Why? Because Jesus said, go ye to the world and preach the gospel. So even if I'm odd like Noah, I like it. I like to be odd till Jesus returns. How many Noahs do I have here? Noahs. I want to see your name, Noah. If you are a Noah here. Yes. Ready to stand up for God and be strange in the system. And God is going to bless you. Yes. Now, now think about it all. The man who didn't plant and build, all houses in the world were now for him. No, think about it. No, there's no honor. Every house that has been built, all the money, all the gold, all the silver was now belonging to Noah because he was the only one and he was the father. He wasn't a politician, but he became the king of the whole world. That's how it is when you serve God. What you didn't seek for, it now falls to you as a side effect of many things. Let, let me tell you something. Do you know Panadol? Panadol? How many have taken Panadol before? Raise your hand if you've taken Paracetamol or Panadol. What is it used for? What is it for? Pain, isn't it? But can I tell you a side effect? A side effect? A side effect that it makes you drowsy to sleep. Yes. Don't take a lot of it. It's dangerous. You see, the side effect of serving God You'll be surprised. I said you'll be surprised. The side effect. Things that you, are, you desire but you can't even pray for. They will be happening to you. May the side effect of following Jesus be your portion for the rest of your life. In Jesus name. Stand to your feet everybody.
Tell somebody, I'm ready to be Noah. Yes. I'm the Noah of today. Yeah. Is there violence in Ghana as I've never been before? Huh? I'm asking you a question. Yes. Is there homosexuality as there has never been before? More. Do you know know what the Bible says? When Lot was in his house, the whole thing, the Bible says all the men, Genesis 9, all the men in the town came and said, give us these two guys who have come. Then when they said, oh, I'll give you my daughters, you know what they said? They said, are you becoming a judge of us like you are pointing out that we, we shouldn't do homosexuality? Yes. Genesis, I think, 19. Yeah. Amazing. They said, Have you, are you becoming a judge of us? Yes. They laid down the men of the city compassed old men and young men. So old homosexuals and young homosexuals. Oh! This is open. Open homosexuality. Yes. And they called unto him. Bring them out. Now we want to know them. Verse 6. And Lot went and shut the door after him and did what? Verse 7. And said, no, don't be wicked. Don't change somebody's orientation. Verse 8. I have two daughters. I will give them to all of you. The whole town. (laughs) You can do to my daughters who came from my, my wife's room, whatever you feel. And what did they say? The next verse. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this man who came as a visitor, he's not even from this town. Does he want to be a judge? You are judging us. We will not deal worse with him than with the, with the visitors. Your enos there, it will be torn into pieces. You wait and see. We'll leave the enoses of the visitors. Yours will be finished. Huh? No, you see, the Bible says, as it was in the days of Lot, and it's, it's increasing, you can hardly escape it now. It's everywhere. Yes. Open, violent, arrogant homosexuality. Yeah. But you are being exempted from the wickedness and the evil in the world in Jesus' name. And your children. None of your children will fall into this evil in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. Just a moment. If you are here today, maybe somebody invited you to church and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you have fallen into all the sins of the world. But today, you want to take Jesus and come out of the world and come to God just as Noah 
preached and nobody minded him, but his own children listened to him. Today, you must listen to what I'm saying. God is calling you from a life of sin and wickedness. You must come to God. Yes, this is your chance. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you want to make a decision for Jesus today and turn around, turn for God and say, Pastor, please help me. I need God today. I need God. I need Jesus today. Then raise up your hand wherever you are standing and I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up high. Everywhere, outside, inside, everywhere. This is why you are here. For salvation. These are the days of Noah and the days of Lot. And your day of salvation has come. As it was in the days of Noah. An ark is being prepared. Decide at least if at all you are nothing. An animal who can be saved. If you don't want to be a, a rich human being. Be at least an animal and be saved. From the waters that are coming. If you want Jesus, your hand must be up. If you want Jesus today. And you want me to pray with you to help you to know God. Your hand must be up. And I want you to come to the front here with your hand up in the air. Just come to me in the front here. Come. Clap for them as they come. 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 Come all the way. Just keep coming. Come. Come. Give him your life today. Come. For them as they come from outside, from everywhere. Come on, my friend. Salvation. Pure salvation. Christianity is not about being religious, it's about a relationship with God. The Bible says, Noah walked with God, Noah knew God. You know God. You know God. You know God. You know God. Keep clapping as they come. Keep clapping. Alright. Lift your hands up and I'm going to pray with you. Say this prayer with me. Say Jesus. Thank you for today. Salvation Sunday. I come to the cross just as I am. Please forgive me for my sins. I've done many bad things. Listen, if you are still standing in the congregation and you want to come, come now as I pray. Come, just walk to join them quickly. Come. I sense there's some people who want to come. Just walk out. Come. This is salvation. It's happening. It's happening now. I stopped praying because of you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Young lady, come on. Come on. Come to God. Come on, my friend. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Yes. Let's do it again. Let's pray again. Lift your hands, everybody. Now say with me, Jesus. 
I confess I'm a sinner, a dirty sinner. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. I open my heart. I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Oh God, I'm so sorry for all my ways. Wash me please with the blood of Jesus. Accept me Lord as your child. Thank you for saving me. Cleanse me again. Cleanse me again. Cleanse me again from all my sins. I know I've done many wrong things. But today, today, I open my heart and I receive Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, lift your hands like this. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, my name is Mention your name. My name is whatever. Please write this name in the book of life tonight. Write my name. Register my name in the book of life tonight. Today. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. From this moment forward, I am born again. I am born again. I am a child of God. I will follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Now, lift your, only your right hand like this, your finger, only one finger. Say after me, Satan! Listen carefully. In the name of Jesus, I bind you. In the name of Jesus, I reject you. From today, me and you is finished. I will not follow you again. Satan, I will not obey you again. Because I belong to God. I belong to Jesus Christ. I bind you. I block you. I reject you. In Jesus name. Amen. Now lift your two hands like this. Say Jesus. I love you. I thank you. For saving me. From today. I am yours. Come into my heart. And stay there. Forever. In Jesus name. I love you Lord. And everybody said. Amen. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. This is my
outside this door here. We are going to meet you there. Is that a good place? You see wearing blue come stand up here. You see people like this turn around. What is written on your thing? So uh, blue. Anyway it's blue. Color blue. Okay. Whatever is written there. When you see they all be standing over there. When we close don't go away. Just we are closing just now but come there, they have something special for you. Already you have got something special. Isn't it true? Now, today is 23rd. 25th is what day? Tuesday. We have church here in the morning. Okay. 25th. Now, do you know that some people go to Kumasi to visit their girlfriends from Accra? Is Jesus not better than any girlfriend or boyfriend? So 25th, we are all coming here. Amen. 31st. 31st. Huh? 31st is what day? Monday. So Sunday is 30th. Next week, Sunday. Make sure you are here. And it's Thanksgiving Sunday. Do you know that some people go to Tamale to visit their boyfriends? From your house to here is not far. Is it not true? Yes. Jesus is changing your life. Amen. And then 31st. Don't miss your way to any church. We are all coming here. 10,000 people are coming here on 31st night. 10,000. Yes. Soon, some of you will be standing on this stage. Some will be singing, some will be praising, some will be acting, doing many things. 
for Jesus. Amen. Are you excited? So God bless you. As soon as we close, meet as there. Now, do you know who was listening to me when I was preaching? Eh? Do you know? Do you know who was listening to me? The devil. He was listening to me. And he was watching you. Do you know who was watching you when you were coming forward? Do you know anybody who was watching you? Can you think of anybody? The devil was watching. He said, ha! You say you are going away from my kingdom. You must be joking. But today you have rebuked the devil. He heard you when you said, I block you, I reject you. So today is the last day you follow Satan. Amen. 31st night is Monday. Don't miss your way to any place. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't miss your way to any place. We are all coming to First Lab Center. East Legon. Hallelujah. How many will be here? And I'm going to lay hands on everybody. Yes. Because I have to lay hands on you at least once in the year. I'm going to lay hands on everybody. I'll be tired, but I'll lay hands on everybody by the grace of God. Do you want me to lay hands on you? The quality of your life depends on the quality of the hands that have been laid on you. So I will anoint you with all and pray for everybody 31st night. 10,000 of us. We are all coming here. Alright? So it's a blessing. So God bless you. Tell the person standing by you, who watched me, I've changed. Today is my day of salvation. God bless you. Go back to your seats. This is my story. This is my song. Raising my Alright, it's time for communion. Father, thank you for the blessing of communion today in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive the bread and the wine and we are going to pray and we are closing in a minute. Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Drink This is my blood. Hallelujah. Now, do you know that I used to go to church and they used to give communion? And I used to go and I didn't know what it was. Huh? Religion can have so many forms and rituals. You don't even know what it's about anymore. Huh? Yes. Me, I don't like things that are not real. Do you like things that are not real? I want something real. So if I'm receiving communion, I want to receive something real. So today, we are going to receive bread and wine. But the bread, when we pray over it, we believe that it turns into the body of Jesus. 
Why? Because Jesus took the bread and said, this is my body. Then after that, he took the wine and said, this is my blood. So by faith, it turns into blood. Okay? So we are going to be cannibals in a certain sense. Spiritual cannibals. We are going to eat flesh and drink blood. Wow. Are you, are you with me? Now, why would we want to do something like that? Some of the smallest tablets in the world can save your life. One day, somebody gave me a tablet to take. It was very small. I said, is that all? I said, yeah, that's all. You take it. And when I took it, I was okay. So, something small like this small bread and this small wine can change everything about you. If you have faith, something powerful will happen. So, we are going to take the bread and we are going to believe that it changes. When we pray, it changes into what? The body. Then when we take the wine, we'll pray. Then we believe that it's changing to what? The blood of Jesus. Now, we are going to eat flesh and blood. Now, one of the ways you can look at it is something like transplant. You are going to receive kidney transplant. Brain transplant. Those who are not clever in school, your your brains are going to be transplanted. Your blood is going to have a blood transfusion. Hey! Now, whatever disease cannot be... Can you imagine Jesus on admission? Jesus on admission is on a drip. No way. Jesus cannot be on admission. Jesus is in a coma. We are trying to resuscitate. He was drowning. He was drowning in the Sea of Galilee. We are resuscitating. It cannot be. So, whatever cannot be in Jesus, once you've taken in his body and his blood... Whatever cannot be in Jesus cannot be because Jesus is now part of you. Amen. Can you imagine an robber telling Jesus, hands up. And Jesus said, I beg you, I beg you, don't kill me. No. Which hand will you use to do that? He will just breathe. Like this. You, 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 you go to hell. Stand to your feet. Take the bread. And let us pray. Father, we believe this is the body of Jesus and we receive it right now. Thank you for this blessing. Let everyone who receives this receive an impartation and transplantation of the body of Jesus into our bodies. Whatever disease there is, is neutralized by this body, the body of Jesus Christ, the body and the flesh of Jesus Now, this one is stronger than blue omo. It's stronger than kisop. Your sins cannot be washed with kisop, but this blood. Have you seen that some soaps are different colors? Because some people are wondering that when the red blood washes, will you not become red? But there are some soaps that are green, some are red. But when you wash, you become white. Whatever you have done wrong, this blood cleanses you today. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. All things are purged by the blood. May your sins be purged as you take this blood. May you be forgiven and exempted from punishment. 
because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands for your blessing. No movement. May you walk on your high places. As the year ends. Whatever you couldn't achieve. In the last 11 months. May you achieve it. Before 31st December. Whatever burden you are carrying. For the whole year. Will never cross over with you. By 31st December in the name of Jesus. Receive healing. I receive it. Receive grace. I receive it. Receive power. I receive it. And receive miracles. I receive it. In Jesus' name. As this year ends and next year begins, any curse following you this year. It's not crossing with you into the Amen. name. Why? The blood of Jesus exempts you from punishment. Exempts you from the curse. Exempts you from wickedness. In Jesus' name. Whatever power Noah had to be different, to be righteous in a wicked world, Receive that power now. I receive it. Whatever is sick in your body and it's not correct, it conforms to the body of Jesus now. Amen. The perfection of the body of Jesus. Amen. Receive it in your body now. I receive it. Your face is perfect. I receive it. Your hair is perfect. I receive your it. bones are perfect. I receive your organs are perfect. I receive your blood is perfect. I receive your nose is perfect. I your eyes are perfect. Receive perfection in your body now. In Jesus name. Whatever grievous mistake you have made this year. Is being cleansed now by the blood of the Lamb. Receive the blessings of forgiveness. And hear the word of the Lord. The Lord has forgiven you. The Lord has released you. From your sins. And from the judgments and the series of judgments that are determined because of your mistakes. May you live long and may you experience the forgiveness and the grace of God for all mistakes that came out of your mouth and out of your hands, out of your feet and out of your body. May you be set free by grace and by power. Receive grace as Noah received grace. Walk in grace as Noah walked in grace. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let this blessing rest upon you. And let it rest upon anyone you touch. And anyone you come in contact with. Be the, by the blessing of the Lord you are prevailing. And you are coming out higher than your friends expected. I declare you to become a pleasant surprise. You are declared a pleasant surprise for 2019. In Jesus name. May God give you 
a pleasant surprise before the year ends. Surprise pockets are released by angels and superior supernatural powers over your life. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone shouted, Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC.